Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, weather warning. Another deluge on the way for soaked parts of New South Wales as Queensland's flood crisis claims another life. The PM's big announcement, a multi-billion dollar submarine base to be built on the east coast. A special send-off for the King of Spin, Shane Warne, to be honoured with a state funeral. And ceasefire broken, fears for thousands of Ukrainians stranded in a city under fire. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Parts of New South Wales are in the firing line for yet another soaking, with a new east coast low forming. It's prompted warnings for more life-threatening flash flooding, with ground sodden and nowhere for the water to go. Water came up with no warning in Sydney's saturated west. A boat crew called to save this man stuck in his hatchback. Have you got a family member or someone who can pick you up? One of 26 rescues conducted across the city. Crews even called to save a wayward bull. Oh, God. It's getting deeper there. The Weather Bureau is predicting what no one wants to hear. Another East Coast low is forming, the same type of system that smashed southeast Queensland and northern New South Wales last week. It means more major flooding and evacuation orders are likely in the coming hours. Yesterday, the Premier toured flood-affected northern communities and copped an earful. Yeah, he put in a f-ing tent, are you kidding me? Victims saying they've been abandoned. You felt like you were forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Everybody felt like we were forgotten. You know, we had, you know, we rationed out food. Have they been abandoned? Well, if they have been abandoned, that's absolutely terrible. I mean, people should never feel abandoned or isolated. And, you know, you can't, you can't argue with how people feel. And, you know, I'd feel the same way. And video of the army mid-photo shoot in Mullumbimby has tipped some over the edge. They're filming themselves. Look at them, emptying out a trailer full of rubbish onto the side of the road. Make sure you get it filmed. This is incredible. Jacinta Lee, 7 News. The death toll from the flood disaster has risen again. A man in his 60s dying in flood water in Queensland. The state's damage bill is expected to climb beyond a billion dollars and rain is still falling. Near Rockhampton, a suspected tornado struck and cut a path of destruction, while hail has pelted down at Glen Eagle in the southeast. Minor to major flood warnings remain current for coastal areas from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. The Queensland government has announced a flood donation appeal and Premier Palaszczuk is expected to speak with the Prime Minister this week to appoint someone to lead the recovery effort. 
Shane Warne's life will be celebrated with a state funeral in Victoria, Premier Daniel Andrews confirming the news. The service is likely to be held at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, the place where Warney took his 700th wicket, and there won't be a shortage of people wanting to say goodbye. The grim reality of an unexpected tragedy. Shane Warne's body leaves Koh Samui. By his side, Australia's ambassador to Thailand. Police have combed the luxury villa where the 52-year-old had a suspected heart attack, finding bloodstains, signs he was coughing up blood as his mates tried to revive him. But investigators don't believe there was anything suspicious. He had asthma and had seen a doctor about his heart. He had experienced chest pains when he was back home in his country. Now the journey to get his body back on Australian shores. Really just want to get Shane home. That's all we want to do. Thank you. Tributes flowed at home. He was such an idol to so many. It says perhaps all you need to know about Shane Warne, that a man can be so great, a statue is erected in his honour, and yet fans pay tribute with beers and bungers. He's a legend, wasn't he? I mean, he was the greatest spin bowler of all time. The Melbourne Cricket Club shouted sausage rolls and meat pies. Fans dined out on the memories. Thanks, Warnie. It was Michael Jordan and Shane Warne, you know, it, and, and he was so relatable. It is at the MCG that Australians will likely get their chance to say goodbye to their spin king and court jester. Warne's longtime manager talking state funerals with Shane's dad, Keith. He did ask me what did I think Shane would want, and I said, well, he wasn't called Hollywood and the king for nothing. Um, and I think he will be in a situation that he'd love to basically have a celebration of his life. Kazia Dawn, 7 News. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will today announce a major boost to Australia's defence capabilities with a new $10 billion submarine base to be built on the East Coast. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. Where will this new base be built? Jody, good morning. Well, a decision on exactly where this base will be built is yet to be made, but Brisbane, Port Kembla, south of Sydney and Newcastle have all made a short list of locations. The base will be home to American, British and uh, Australian submarines under this AUKUS deal and will operate in addition to the existing submarines in Western Australia and Garden Island. It would be the first major defence base built in Australia since 1990, following Australia's decision to secure at least eight nuclear-powered submarines. The $116 billion deal not expected to see submarines delivered until at least 2040. The significant defence decision set to be announced by the Prime Minister today comes at a time of growing tensions in the world, with Scott Morrison set to warn that the implications of Russia's decision to invade Ukraine will no doubt stretch towards the Indo-Pacific. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken, thank you. Hope of establishing safe passage out of the besieged Ukrainian city of Maripol have again been dashed as the Russian bombardment intensifies. The planned evacuation of around 200,000 residents has been halted for a second day. Russia and Ukraine both blame each other for failing to establish a humanitarian corridor. Several cities across Ukraine are under sustained attack. Meantime, the UN says the exodus in Ukraine is the fastest growing refugee crisis in Europe since the Second World War. 
It's been revealed 12 people have died, making calls to triple zero in Victoria, which went unanswered or were answered too late. Among them, four children, including a two-year-old boy who was found face down in a pool in November. In that case, it took almost six minutes to reach a triple zero operator, and some people had to wait up to 16 minutes. The Age newspaper is reporting the Andrews government will respond with a reform package worth more than $115 million to allocate more staff to the service. COVID restrictions are set to be further eased in South Australia, with authorities meeting to discuss the details this morning. Among the rules to be reviewed, a ban on stand-up drinking inside pubs and clubs, the compulsory wearing of masks and venue caps. It's likely to be the last change to restrictions before the state election. People are being turned away from busy testing clinics in WA as the state braces for cases to climb. Some are being told to leave because they've already taken a rapid antigen test, prompting calls for health advice to be clarified. There's a rising rate of infection in young children, almost half of the state's schools reporting positive cases. America's top diplomat says the US has seen very credible reports of deliberate attacks on civilians by Russian forces in Ukraine. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney now. Good morning, Ash. These are essentially accusations of war crimes. Good morning, Jody. Yes, that is according to Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who has said this morning that America is compiling credible evidence that Russia has deliberately carried out attacks on the Ukrainian people. We have seen harrowing pictures uh, of Ukrainians trying to flee during what was supposed to be a ceasefire, only to be gunned down by the Russian military or hit with Russian weapons. Uh, this all coming as the US says it is now considering a ban on Russian oil. Uh, Secretary of State Blinken saying that he'd been in discussions with European allies. And when it comes to oil, Russian oil, um, I was on the phone yesterday with the, the president and other members of the cabinet uh, on exactly uh, this subject. And we are now talking uh, to our European partners and allies to look uh, in a coordinated way uh, at the uh, prospect of banning the import of Russian oil uh, while making sure that there is uh, still an appropriate supply of oil on, on world markets. That's a very active discussion as we speak. Now, that move would prove a severe blow to the Russian economy, uh, the third biggest oil supplier in the world. America imports about 8% of its energy from Russia, so it would likely also have uh, an impact on already high fuel prices here. Uh, this coming too after Secretary Blinken said he was also in discussions with Poland about supplying American fighter jets to Poland should they be able to uh, send their jets to Ukraine, something that... Uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky has been asking for. Jody. Okay, Ash Mullaney, thank you. Thousands of families with at least two kids in childcare will receive some welcome financial relief starting today. The childcare subsidy is being raised, easing out-of-pocket costs and saving the average family about $2,260 a year. The changes were supposed to come into effect in July, but they've been brought forward. 
Tech billionaire Mike Cannon-Brooks looks set to abandon his takeover bid for AGL after the company shot down a second offer worth roughly $9 billion. Cannon-Brooks and his partners had been trying to buy the energy giant to speed up the closure of its coal-fired power stations. AGL's board met over the weekend and decided to reject the offer with an official update to the ASX expected today. A woman is fighting for life in hospital after a tree fell, crushing her at Flemington Racecourse. Four people were struck on their way out of the venue and witnesses tried to free them. They described the impact as so loud it sounded like a gunshot. The woman remains in a critical condition while the three others are serious but stable. An investigation has been launched. Mark McGowan is in Sydney preparing to face court in his stoush with Clive Palmer. Over the next two to three days, the WA Premier will defend his claim in 2020 that the billionaire was the enemy of the state. Palmer is unlikely to appear after he was rushed to hospital last week with COVID-like symptoms and later reported to have contracted pneumonia. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones down 180 points. The Nasdaq also lower. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,974 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 115 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 73.67 US cents, 84.5 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. At least 26 people have been injured after a brawl broke out during a soccer game in central Mexico. The match was suspended in the 62nd minute due to multiple clashes in the stands. Security personnel opened the gates to the pitch so fans, including women and children, could escape the violence. Most of the players fled to the locker rooms while others stayed near the bench trying to calm the fans. The Queen has reportedly decided to make Windsor Castle her permanent home and main residence. It's understood the 95-year-old will never fully return to live at Buckingham Palace. She is instead opting for more of a work-from-home approach to engagements. The Queen spent much of the pandemic lockdown at Windsor Castle with Prince Philip until his death in April last year. An Australian brother and sister have raced around the world to reunite with Ukrainian relatives who fled Russia's bombs with only what they could fit into their backpacks. Most of the family have now been granted visas to live here following their harrowing escape from the war zone. Their scenes Europe thought were confined to the past. Train stations full of bewildered, displaced citizens, some searching, anticipating an arrival, hoping for a moment like this. In the pink jacket in her uncle's arms, Australian Olena Tochenska. She and brother Nick left Brisbane Friday, a frantic dash to Poland to help their family who've just escaped Ukraine. Seven days of hell, pretty much, you know. Just bad news, constantly bad news. That's all you get. And Sasha called us like crying from the you know explosions and shooting and stuff and because you know got the kids and they're scared um, they didn't want to move so we were, we we're really the driving force to get them out. Spending three nights in a Kiev bunker before driving west through Jotomir where Russian airstrikes killed civilians. When I heard that um, something boom and it's always so scary. Due to martial law they couldn't all leave. I want to see my husband. I want to see my brother. 
I want to go home. Nick and Alina's mission isn't over. They still have friends in Ukraine they want to help. Then there's the goal of getting all nine family members to Australia, including the two men who were forced to stay behind. We just need to raise some more funds and pay, pay for flights and hopefully get them set up there. Passports are all they brought and three-year-old Monica has her figurine. Soldat. Soldier. Soldier. In Lublin, Poland, Sarah Greenolch, 7 News. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To sport, and Usman Khawaja fell just short of 100 in the first test against Pakistan. David Warner and Khawaja brought the Aussies back into the contest with a 156-run opening stand in Rawalpindi. Warner was bowled on 68, while Khawaja eventually fell three runs short of a tonne in his first test in his birth nation. Manus Labashain was on 69, with Steve Smith 24, when poor light stopped play, with Australia 2 for 271, 200 five runs behind. Fremantle have some injury concerns after a bruising second pre-season game against West Coast. Tall forward Rory Lobb sat out the second half after a heavy collision with Sean Darcy. Nathan Wilson is in doubt for round one with a shoulder injury. Despite the injuries, the Dockers won by 13 points. Walters, he can make him pay and he's got it home. Isaac Heaney celebrated his new six-year contract with four goals in Sydney's 31-point win over North Melbourne. Chaz Mostert has taken the lead in the Supercars Championship. On a chaotic final day at Sydney Motorsport Park, last night's winner, reigning champion Shane Van Gisbergen, was never in contention after going off track early on. The heavy rain returned in time for the finish, but Mostert held his nerve to take the chequered flag from Brody Kostecki and Anton Di Pasquale. Obviously the weather helped a fair bit, but it makes it pretty hard to get rid of this blue hair now. Every time we do a crazy hair colour, we seem to go right. Mostert is 12 points in front of second-placed Di Pasquale in the title race, with Van Gisbergen a further 15 points back in third. Australian team captain Ben Tudhope will go for snowboard cross gold at the Beijing Winter Paralympics today. In his fourth games, the 22-year-old cruised through the two qualifiers to reach this afternoon's quarterfinals live on 7+. Qualifying isn't too important for me. It's all about the race day tomorrow, but it's great that I got a good time down. Pat Jensen backed up his eighth in the downhill skiing with sixth in the Super G, a Paralympic personal best. Mitch Gooley and Sam Tate both crashed out. 
Taking a look at the weather now, a deep and moisture-laden trough is bringing heavy rain and severe storms to northeast New South Wales and southeast Queensland. Some showers extending west to South Australia and WA. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 31 degrees. Rain with a top of 23 in Sydney, cloudy and 23 in Canberra, partly cloudy and 23 in Melbourne. Hobart sunny and 22 degrees, Cloud, partly cloudy in Adelaide, a top of 25, sunny and 35 in Perth today, and Darwin, a possible storm heading for 33 degrees. And that's seven early news for this Monday, the 7th of March.